Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday. Sorry, no, it is Thursday, February 3rd, 2022. Welcome to Blues Views, uh, formerly known as Blues Clues, <laughs> but we decided to change the name just so we didn't uh, invite a trademark infringement lawsuit. So from now on, it's just Blues Views. Uh, anyway, not much, uh, not much to report in the way of new uh, bulge bracket research this morning. I did tweet out a few things this morning that I do want to go over real quick. Um, so we are seeing uh, some pretty remarkable activity in the currency markets. Uh, the euro dollar exchange rate has really exploded to the upside. Um, that was sparked by a couple of things, I think. First of all, you had not obviously the UK is not part of the eurozone uh, in terms of being part of the single currency. Uh, but the BOE did hike today. I don't think it caught anyone particularly off guard, but it certainly shows that uh, at least European banks or some of them are going to have, uh, they have the moxie to go ahead and hike and fight inflation. They are trying to get inflation out of the headlines. Uh, they have, uh, their politicians have their own risk um, with the coming elections there. Uh, whether it's the ECB or the BOE or really any other central bank, they're all under tremendous political pressure right now to get inflation out of the headlines. Uh, I know there are a lot of doubters out there regarding the Fed's resolve, but uh, whether it's the BOE or you know the ECB, uh, Lagarde had some hawkish comments out today. It looks like these other central banks are gonna move. Um, it, I think, makes sense to conclude that the Fed, not that their hand is being forced or anything, but that they're gonna look pretty silly if they also don't move forward with some uh, semi-aggressive rate hiking, at least in the first half of the year. Um, one of the things I pointed out today in, in the Twitter feed was the Austrian 100-year bond, uh, which has broken out to new lows. Uh, you've had uh, bond yields going positive for the first time in a while. Uh, and as I mentioned, the euro-dollar exchange rate is exploding higher. Uh, that the spread between the U.S. 10-year treasury and the bond uh, has broken a key trend line. Uh, that's a big deal. And I think that's one of the things that's really forcing people back into the euro here. Uh, the dollar index is getting hammered. It looks like we may have the makings of a top there. So we actually just went long the euro against the dollar. Uh, we'll probably continue to add on that on any intraday weakness. Um, it's in, the most interesting action other than in the currency market is probably in tech stocks today. Obviously, Facebook uh, really really spooked the market. The stock is down something between 20 to 25% today. Uh, a lot of people have asked, you know, well, I don't get it. Why is the NASDAQ so weak? It's just one stock. The results for the other companies have been good. Obviously, we get Amazon later today. I, I think that the move in tech today is every bit as much about rates as it is about uh, Facebook. Uh, you have the US 10-year treasury futures are down really big today. Uh, we have the yield on them moving almost back to 1.85%. I really think new highs in that are, are not too far away here. The yield curve is steepening once again. Uh, that is not good for tech stocks. Uh, it is, on the other hand, so far, fairly good for small and mid-cap stocks, which are outperforming, finally. <laughs> they haven't outperformed in a while. Um, but yeah, it's not all about Facebook today. It is also about the yield curve. Uh, it's about what's going on with rates and with central banks globally. Uh, the other chart that I posted recently was uh, the Italian 10-year yield. This was in the headlines, 
I think I can't remember if it was 2018 or 2019, but it was in the headlines for a while because it was just soaring. And with a country like Italy, that obviously it's a developed market, but it's a much more fragile one. Uh, this is a country that is not equipped to handle considerably high yields. So this is uh, the Italian 10 year yield can rightly be looked at and I think is being looked at today as a little bit of a panic indicator. So keep an eye on that. Uh, let's see what else did we have here. Um, JP Morgan had an interesting chart out today showing that uh, there's just still very little stress in credit markets, even high yield credit markets. Yes, HYG did not follow the S&P higher uh, during this recent rally. Uh, so there is some doubt out there for sure. But uh, the outlook remains fine for high yield credit and credit in general. There's two ways to read that. First and foremost, uh, you could say, OK, well, you know, this allows the Fed to continue uh, on the course that it is currently set out. It gives them some leeway. As I've said many times, the Fed cares much less right now about the S&P 500 than they do about HYG and LQD. And so far, HYG and LQD, they may not be trading as robustly as they were, but they're still hanging in there just fine. Um, so the fact that uh, credit conditions remain uh, very calm is a good thing, but it could become a bad thing very quickly. It means that uh, you know, there's plenty of room for things to get worse here over the next few months. Uh, Goldman Sachs has their Global Financial Conditions Index that they updated today. It actually shows that conditions are now tighter than they were before COVID hit. So there is some real tightening going on out there. Uh, and yeah, tech stocks are not going to like that. Growth stocks in general are not going to like that. Um, Another chart that I posted was uh, showing the fact that the uh, Brazilian Central Bank has gotten aggressive here on hiking rates and other emerging markets, uh, if, they're not, if they haven't followed suit already, I think they're going to. They have to defend against a strong dollar at all costs. I mean, the one thing that can really undo the emerging market complex is a really big move higher in the dollar index. So they are ahead of the curve. And the question kind of becomes, are the Fed and the ECB going to follow? Now, we can get into all kinds of nuances here. There's a, there are a lot of reasons why the Fed and the ECB might like to see a weaker dollar and a weaker euro versus emerging markets. It certainly would cause less global stress. But when you've got oil trading near $90 a barrel, and when every sell-off in oil is getting bought, there is also a compelling argument to be made that the Fed would like to see a stronger dollar. So a lot of different ways to spin that. Needless to say, emerging market central banks seem to be getting out ahead of the curve and trying to defend their currencies. Uh, JP Morgan had a chart out today talking about the fact that um, they see now a 18% chance of a recession within one year. Now, 18% doesn't sound like a whole lot, but it is. Uh, this indicator doesn't usually go much above 10%. At the moment, 18% is not something that makes me feel like we needed to change our positioning. But if this thing keeps creeping higher and it gets to 25% or so, we run the risk of people rotating out of cyclicals and value and back into growth. Uh, and that's something that would obviously be very bad for us based on how we're positioned. So we'll watch this very closely. You know, the recession, the R word is being thrown around a lot right now on financial Twitter and even in the media. The risk still seems to be it's present, but not overly high at the moment. There's a ton of moving parts here. 
Uh, I'm not ready to come out and make a call that, yep, we're going into recession. I know a lot of people are saying that, oh, if the Fed hikes at all, we're gonna, they're going to send us into recession with the two-year already at 1.2%. I think that's nonsense. The Fed has room to hike at least some here without upsetting uh, the bond market. Um, let's see, what else? That's pretty much it for today. So <laughs> I started out saying, by there wasn't that much new, new research out there, but I guess, in, in fact, there actually was. So we went over some of the things that the big banks have been saying today. Uh, we will continue to stay our course, and we will talk to you again tomorrow.